EM Guidewire, hard-hitting emergency medicine from Carolina's Medical Center. Welcome back to another episode of EM Guidewire. I'm Sean Fox, and I'm excited to have you back. Thank you again for joining us as we broadcast to you from our cozy studios in Charlotte, North Carolina. Since it is the beginning of another academic year, I'm reminded of a very simple fact. You know what? Our jobs are pretty difficult and very challenging. Physically, they're challenging, right? We work odd hours at odd times. It's physically stressful, and it requires a lot of endurance. Fortunately, we all know that it is beneficial for us to remain physically strong and, you know, once in a while, exercise. But clearly, the challenge is not just physical. There's a huge mental energy that is required for us to exert, probably so much that we could probably power a small city if we were able to harness it. But let us not forget or minimize the importance of the often unspoken stressor that we all also deal with, and that is the emotional challenges. If we exercise our physical and our mental selves to improve, should we not also exercise our emotional well-being? Resident and physician wellness is a critical topic to bring to the front of the conversation now more than ever. And yes, we all like pizza, and pizza parties might be a portion of wellness. I think we can all also agree that this issue is not merely a pizza deficiency. Today, we have the great fortune of welcoming back Drs. Derber and Folk, two of our favorites, as they begin to explore this very important topic of resident and physician wellness. So without further ado, take it away, ladies. This is Destiny Folk, PGY2. And this is Sophia Durba, PGY2. Welcome to our first episode of EM Guidewire as PGY2s. This episode of EM Guidewire is brought to you by Protein Bars. The base of the emergency medicine physician's food pyramid, Protein Bars. <laughs> But in all seriousness, physicians are notoriously great at caring for others and forgetting to take care of ourselves. Like, you know, eating a real meal that doesn't consist of protein bars. <laughs> so, on this episode, we're bringing on a guest who is a vital resource in our residency, Kendra Jones. She is a licensed clinical mental health counselor, nationally certified counselor, and certified employee assistance professional. Welcome to EM Guidewire, Kendra. Thanks for having me on the podcast. I'm super excited to be here with you today to chat a little bit about my background. I've been a clinician with Employee Assistance, or EAP, for over five years and started out as an intern. While I have previous experience working in a university counseling center, an eating disorder treatment center, and a domestic violence shelter, I have found a deep passion for working with individuals in the healthcare profession, especially physicians. The goal behind an EAP is to provide wellness services, including counseling, consultation, and education to employees and their families to improve employee well-being and work-life balance. Several years ago, I started wondering how we could increase resident utilization and wellness while decreasing the stigma of mental health in medicine, which led me to join a medical education well group. Since then, I have worked with many residency programs to develop strategic plans on how to best assist their residents with accessibility and increasing visibility. We've all seen the devastating effects the COVID-19 pandemic has had on our patients' physical health. I know I see patients who have unfortunately waited too long to see their PCP 
and too long to come to the ED to take care of severely decompensated chronic medical conditions who now come in critically ill seemingly more than ever before. And I've also seen the dramatic rise in mental health-related chief complaints popping up on our track board in the ED. It's important to remember that physical and mental health are interrelated. Neglecting your mental health can increase physical health concerns and vice versa. The World Health Organization has estimated that depression and anxiety rates have increased by 25% in the pandemic. It's now estimated that one in three adults suffer from depressive symptoms. Research tends to be a couple years behind, so it's actually challenging to find peer-reviewed statistics on how the pandemic has affected mental health amongst healthcare workers, specifically residents. I am sure this research will be coming, but pre-pandemic, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention estimated that residents develop clinical depression at three to four times the rate of their peers in different professions. I can only guess that as the rise of mental health concerns increase amongst everyone, they have become even more concerning in medicine. Based on those statistics, as physicians, we must prioritize our mental health. One way we do this at our program is through counseling sessions through the EAP. Here at CMC, our residency leadership provides us with an opt-out format for counseling sessions. These sessions are not mandatory, but we are signed up for two sessions automatically. They happen throughout the year to fit into our schedule and in our own administrative building space so we don't have to travel for them or they can be held virtually. They are at no cost to us, and we can choose not to attend the sessions. The program is completely confidential, so our leadership doesn't know who does or doesn't attend the sessions, and the medical record is completely separate from our own medical record or anything tied to the hospital. The goal of this format is to create an avenue for us to get connected to mental health care, and we can choose to do more sessions, also covered by our administration, if we find them helpful. One of the great things about our program is that we do not use Epic or any internal medical health care record software. Some physicians are concerned about how mental health diagnosis could affect their career licensure, so a key point of our program is that we do not diagnose. This model has really increased resident utilization of EAP services over the years. Half of the battle for many people is making that initial contact or call to set up an appointment. The session can be more informational or talk therapy, depending on what the resident is hoping to get out of it. I actually believe the opt-out model is really helpful because it doesn't feel like a huge commitment. It's just something to try, and if you don't want to continue, there's no pressure. People tend to be more comfortable when they recognize a face and have a point person, and I love getting to meet with the residents and build rapport. Sometimes residents end up making an appointment after our initial meeting. Sometimes they ask for a long-term referral, and sometimes it's just a one-and-done meeting, but the seed is planted that they have the option for counseling and support. I tell all of our EM interviewees about this program because I want access to mental health to feel normal and to feel like the default that we all do rather than something that's only needed by some residents for some set amount of time. I exercise my body to feel physically well, and exercising our minds is equally important through intentional mental health care. We wanted to bring Kendra onto EM Guidewire to share with you some concrete mental health knowledge that you can apply to your own life and bring back to your residency program. Kendra, can you first talk about some common themes you notice among healthcare providers related to stress? What do you notice that emergency physicians, specifically residents, struggle with? Many of us get into helping professions because helping is a core value for us. It fills our cup and gives us purpose, which means work will never just be work. I have found that individuals in healthcare tend to be hypercritical of themselves. Many residents in particular have type A personalities. It's a huge strength because it can be attributed to all your work, success, and getting you where you are now. But it can be extremely detrimental to your mental health. 
With many of my clients, I focus on reframing or challenging thoughts and being kinder to themselves within their self-talk. Challenging ideas of perfection. Asking what you can learn from a mistake or something you didn't know versus calling yourself stupid or shaming yourself because you could have done better. Many healthcare workers will push stressor after stressor aside and not take care of themselves. We may go on autopilot and not realize how stressed we actually are until it becomes problematic. There is a balance between compartmentalizing to get you through your shift or ignoring and avoiding stress. When you're a helper, you tend to believe that you aren't deserving of help, can ask for help, or can take time away from helping others to focus on yourself. We are all deserving of the same care and attention that we provide our patients with every day. I know I personally struggle with ideas of perfection and thinking that I could have done better, especially when I see how excellent the residents around me are. Instead of comparing myself to others, I've tried to refocus that energy on comparing myself to myself six months ago or a year ago. It's easy to see another resident's strengths and not recognize my own strengths, but this reframes my self-talk into something more constructive. As EM physicians, we will all make mistakes at some point during residency. How do you recommend dealing with the mistakes that are made, Kendra? It's important to remember that we are all human, and humans are flawed, and we make mistakes. Expecting to never make a mistake is an unattainable ideal and will only lead to disappointment. I tell many of my clients to come up with a process that works for them. It can be really helpful to go through an incident with a peer or superior to discuss your process and what you could have done differently, reminding yourself that you cannot know everything. Allow the mistake to be a learning experience and know that it will make you a better physician because of it. If you do find yourself ruminating, I would suggest engaging in some active coping such as exercise. It can be helpful to think about the mistake, but I would suggest putting a time limit and once that's done, focus on what you can control and that you can't change what happened. Try to use your energy on how things can be improved in the future. This is such an important point, Kendra. We are all trying to be the best physicians that we can be, but we'll all make mistakes along the way. I'm certainly guilty of commiserating with my co-residents after a hard shift. Can you talk about the positives and negatives of this and how we can decompress in a productive rather than self-destructive way? So research does show that having support from individuals in similar fields can decrease burnout. It can be beneficial to discuss your methods and thought process, asking questions to see if you maybe missed any blind spots. It's helpful to be able to talk about things with someone who understands your experience. I would just ask you to create awareness around when the talking becomes unhelpful. Do you notice yourself becoming increasingly fired up, irritated, or stuck on a cognitive loop? Try to set time limits and set boundaries. Thank the person for listening and move on to another topic if you see the conversation becoming unhelpful. Try to wrap up with positives or things that you know you or the other person did well. I love your point about setting time limits and boundaries. To wrap up, can you talk about your strategies for residents when it comes to prioritizing their mental health? I believe the first step is to be mindful and bring awareness to your emotions and stress levels. Many of us become very disconnected from how we're feeling, and it's important for residents to check in with their stress levels. Find those warning signs that it is becoming alarming and prioritize yourselves. One common warning sign is the tendency to withdraw or isolate from others. Just like you mandate time to work, study, spend time with friends and family, you have to add self-care into your daily routine. Reach out to your co-residents and mentors. Remind yourselves that there's nothing wrong with seeking counseling or medication management. A lot of times seeking help for mental health is labeled as a weakness. I would challenge you to reframe that as it takes a really brave person to reach out and to recognize that you can ask for help and that you don't have to deal with anything on your own.
This has all been really insightful information. Thank you so much for joining us today, Kendra. Just to recap, today we talked about the much higher incidence of depression among residents and the importance of prioritizing our mental health. At Carolina's Medical Center, one way we do that is through our program's opt-out format for counseling sessions. Kendra shared some advice on reframing our thoughts when we make a mistake. Instead of talking negatively to ourselves, we should reframe our thoughts and think about how we can learn from mistakes. When we do make mistakes, it is important to take time to reflect on them, but we don't want to ruminate on them for extended periods of time. When we do find ourselves ruminating on mistakes, exercise is a great way to engage in active coping. Decompressing with fellow residents can be very productive and supportive in helping you process difficult emotions or events. Be aware of when these conversations begin to function to perpetuate your negative emotions. I encourage our listeners to explore what resources you have at your residency programs and to advocate for more wellness and mental health resources. We're still improving our wellness resources here at Carolina's Medical Center to best serve our residents. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of EM Guidewire here at the J. Lee Garvey Studio at Carolina's Medical Center. We will be back for another episode soon. Thanks for listening to EM Guidewire. Go! Be awesome today! Seems out. Eat. Mm. I don't know my letters. <laughs> <laughs> This episode of EM Guidewire is brought to you by Protein Bars. The base of the emergency medicine physician's food pyramid. Protein Bars. Wait, hang on. I just realized I meant to say the emergency medicine physician's food pyramid. That's what I meant to say. Okay. Emergency medicine. Okay. Because really turkey sandwiches are the base of the emergency That's medicine actually food very true. <laughs> 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 Really just... Break Dr. Fox and Dr. Allen's eardrums. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yay! Nice. Nicely done, team. <laughs>